What's up everybody, this is Elliot Terrell, and you're listening to Magical Thinking, brought to you by artofmagic.com. Our guest for this episode is Marcus Eddy. Marcus is an established creator and consultant within the magic community. He's also a just phenomenally nice guy. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Marcus while he was doing his run at the castle, and he's currently on a lecture tour across the country, and I encourage you to check out what he's got to offer. This is a really great episode, and it's pretty special for me because, although it's not very long, it gets really good really fast. Marcus is a wonderful guy, and he gets really candid about his creativity and his process and some of the struggles that he's had along the way. It's a great episode. I know you guys are going to love it. As always, if you're not already on our newsletter, go ahead and join our newsletter at artofmagic.com. And go ahead and like Art of Magic and Magical Thinking Podcast on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram with at Treasury of Wonder and at Magical Thinking Podcast. Email me with any thoughts about the show you might have at podcast at artofmagic.com. And join the conversation by becoming a member of the Facebook group for Magical Thinking listeners. It's a great time over there. We've got a bunch of really good conversations going. I encourage you to check it out. Anyway, without further ado, enjoy Marcus's episode. It's really lovely. I think you guys are going to love it. Enjoy. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Ten minutes later. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a collector. He's a collector. He's a bit of a... <laughs> the whole podcast is this. <laughs> he's a bit of a collector. Everybody's like, wait a minute, did I? What's wrong with my Peter? Keeps... <laughs> yeah. So we've already started. Nice. There's awesome. no, uh, God, now i got to figure out this chair. Yeah. There we go. Boom, boom. That was easy fix, man. <laughs> I think we should um, switch, you know, just for the purpose of this interview. No. <laughs> we can. It really no, isn't good. that comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says as he sneezes and, or, 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 or snores, whatever. That's right. <laughs> sneezes um, and snores. Sneezes and snores at the same time. <laughs> Have you ever woken yourself up sneezing? Uh, No. Neither but have I. I think that feels good, though. I don't know. For some reason, I just like a... I, I mean, love a good sneeze. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's it, the best thing. Except for the projectile ones. I don't, I don't necessarily like those. Yeah. I don't, I don't I'm pretty good about not projectile sneezing on nice. things. My girlfriend <laughs> hates it, though. She's like, you're a grown person. Sneeze the arm. into your elbow. And I'm Gotta like, do the arm thing. this is my house. <laughs> <laughs> I sneeze where I want to. Look at the window. It's all covered in stuff. <laughs> Spatial and... and Spatial. Yeah. That's good. That's my new magic word. Doing it. Spatil? Spatil. I got that from Cave Nate. That's... <laughs> okay, all right. So, well, so okay. well, let's... Yeah. All right, we got the part. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll ask him about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you're at the castle this week. How's that going? Uh, pretty good. Uh, it's... Uh, so, the, the first couple of nights, it was, you know, it's kind of uh, a learning... Which your first favorite. time, right? Yeah, 100% the first time, so I had to get kind of get used to it, but now I'm just, I'm in my flow, I'm in my zone, it's it's going down. Kick the door down. You, you better believe it, you better come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to do that tonight, I, I'm going to do that tonight. Kick the curtain down. That's going to be awesome. Trip myself up in it, and voila. Magic. I think you're the only person I've ever seen in the close-up room do 100% original material. Nice, really? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I'll take that. There you go. <laughs> And I've seen a lot of shows in that room. Wow, okay. Hmm. Uh, wow. I yeah. have no to say about that. I was like, wow, I, I just assumed that more people would have done that. But uh, cool, nice. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should probably temper that with like, you know, I'm sure somebody listening to this will be like, well, it's, you know, it's my original method Handling for triumph. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like, I, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, you did original magic, like original wow. effects and like totally out of the box i mean that's what you're known for is like a super creative guy nice uh, uh, well i try to, i try to be I try to be I, you know i feel like uh, i was born to do magic and for some reason you know i love to create and i guess magic is one of those outlets that uh you know allows me to do that so that's uh, it's really nice of you to say it's awesome wow. yeah <laughs> it makes me feel good it yeah, makes, me, yeah. makes me want to kick butt tonight i'm just right. gonna kick butt tonight for the rest of the week sweet well what did how did you why i mean how did you get mechanical? What, like, when you were growing up, what was it that kind of sparked your interest in using your hands and coming up with creative solutions and stuff like that? So I think uh, when I was... I'm an Air Force kid. So, okay. you know, I've been stationed all over this world. And when I ended up in Hawaii, mm-hmm. uh, I met Curtis Cam. And that was... Yeah. That was a moment right there. That was actually my first convention in Hawaii as well. It was like 94. How old were you? Um, that would have been 13. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Um, so you were already into magic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, if we were go back, back then, 
um, you know, five years old, got a magic set from my parents, and my brother and I were kind of trying to figure out what was going on, but I was, you know, I was the one who latched on to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then watching Copperfield, trying to build my own illusions with toy boxes and duct tape got me into, I guess, the creative aspect of things, and so, because uh, I didn't have any access to magic shops or any clubs or anything out living in Germany at the time. Okay. Um, and so, when I finally got back to the U.S., uh, went to the school library, and uh, just, just kind of dove into it, and saw Curtis Cam at the Holly Cola. The cool thing was um, he had a bunch of the, the kids there go and perform Walk Around Magic right before his show at the Holly Cola. He had a stand-up show at the time. And uh, it, it was it was great. It, it was a great journey, and my parents allowed me to do that, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. to, Yeah, like on a school night, I, had, you know, I got the opportunity to go and perform Magic and Walk Around Magic. So got a crash course in that, and then went to a convention out there, my very first one. Saw Harlan, Tommy Wonder... Oh, man, it was... These are creative yes. geniuses. You better come on. <laughs> Mind blown with all the... Ma- yeah, especially Tommy Wonder. I got the uh, opportunity to meet him twice. So yeah. I, I was very fortunate to see him before he passed. And um, R.I.P. Tommy Wonder, you're the man. Uh, but, you know, I usually do a lot of rubber band stuff. So that was this all Dan Harlan. I do a lot of jumbo coin work. That's all Gary Kurtz. Uh, I, I just got a real education uh, in magic at an early age. So very fortunate. That's cool that your influences are still so like apparent in the yeah, stuff that you do. Definitely. That's really cool. So you were like, so, okay, so I'm trying to paint the picture. You're Air Force kid. You're all over the place. Man. Uh, you know, trying to entertain yourself because I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that you're like moving to new places. It's kind of hard to meet friends, Always. so magic is helps with that. And so uh, actually, it was quite the opposite because you know I you know having you know, being able to move around all these places taught me how to meet people. Oh, and so cool. um, magic was just like the icing on the cake. You know, to, even to this day, I, I never use magic as a crutch or anything like that. Um, it's me. It's always meet people first, and then by the way. I do magic. You want to see something? So, and that, that was all just for me moving around school to school. And uh, I guess, you, you know, I wouldn't say this is unfortunately, but unfortunately, you know, since I had to move a lot, I had to, you know, forget a lot of friends and and, and create new friends because, you know, by moving into a new place, I, I just felt like at a young age, you know, we didn't have uh, Facebook or anything like that. So sure. I'm like, man, I got to leave my friends. All right. Well, just got to gotta put it out of the mind and then meet new friends, new people. So. Uh, I didn't have any problem meeting people uh, till this That's day. Cool. Well, how do, you, how do you do it? How do you meet people? Uh, hi, how you doing? My name is Marcus. <laughs> That's, it. That's it, and that starts chain reaction, or I'll say something crazy, you know, because I'm I always say something. I, I don't even know what I'm gonna say next. So it's, it's one of those things. I just something will come out, and yeah, magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So you're like an extrovert. You're like a proper. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, I, okay, so I would say I'm both. Uh, I think everybody could be both. Sure, um, but. Yeah, for the most part, I am expert and I want to be, you know. I feel like I'm my true self when I'm around people, so how about that? That's cool. (laughs) When I'm by myself, I'm just by myself. It's kind of marinating. But uh, (laughs) yeah, Uh, when I'm around people, I just, I come alive. And so that's that's another benefit of performing magic uh, is that not only do I get to meet people, but, you know, I get people excited about what I do. Mm Because whenever I'm performing, I get excited. I'm really passionate about really everything I do. So hopefully that translates and comes through and makes people Happy. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. Happiness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like a super positive person. Nice. Oh, thank you. you. Like, Appreciate you, that. You glow positivity. Wow. wow. That's that's awesome. That, that, actually, that really means a lot. Uh, what I would like to do is spread positivity where I go. So, the fact that you said that, man, that's... that's well, I'm, tra- like I'm trying to do something. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, so what are, what are some of the things outside of magic that you're into? Man. Uh, so, music. Yeah. Uh, I like to produce music. Uh, I'm also an MC, so you know. Uh, oh, right on. Every once in a while, you know, I'm uh, writing lyrics, but uh, I haven't done that in a while since I really took the magic seriously. So mm-hmm. it, I would say, in uh, I'll get back to that in a second. But anyway, so yeah, so uh, uh, music is what I like to do. Uh, I like to film and edit. Uh, I hear a lot of people don't like to edit, but I think that's my favorite part about the filming process is the wow. sitting down and putting together the footage. You know, I like. To see things happen, to see things grow. So, uh, I like to sit down and edit. I can sit down and edit all day and, ju- and just and just be happy. <laughs> That's cool. That uh, I'm into things like video game design. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working on a couple of things uh, that'll be possibly coming up that you, that, that you may see soon. Wow. Uh, independent thing. So sure. it's not like I'm with a company or anything. You know, I don't know where it's gonna go. I don't know what I truly want to do with it. But I just love the process of creating something interactive mm-hmm. and. You know, magic is interactive, and I just I like the idea of how you can create video games just to create worlds and uh, have different takes on how I think a video game would be. So right now I'm kind of just 
whenever I have time, you know, I'll, I'll kind of code and, and do some things. And uh, so, yeah, video games. Um, I don't necessarily play them a lot, though, which is kind of interesting. I, I just like to design things. Uh, and that's pretty much it, yeah. I, I mean, I, I know there's like a billion other things, but just right now, uh, those are the key things that I really enjoy doing. So, yeah. Yeah. What is it about the video game design, other than, like, creating the world? I mean... Uh, well, so, I mean, I grew up with, you know, going over the place. My parents got us, you know, he, they had to keep us occupied. So, you know, we had an Atari, we had a television, we had Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Uh, I'm of the Nintendo side. I'm, I'm up the PlayStation, all the good stuff side. Yeah, yeah. So, so I may get some flack for that, but whatever, man, Nintendo. That's, I'm with you, man. Uh, thank you. you. That's what I'm talking about, I'm excited man. for the Switch. The new nice. Zelda game's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, the the graphics are, are, are pretty amazing on that. And, so, and, and also the game play. So the thing about video games is uh, I, I like the, especially I think Nintendo does as well, is the the gameplay so it's not just you know pushing buttons i'm jumping they have a story built around it and i really love the story aspect on a lot of the games that they have um so i think the interactivity mixed with a really well-crafted story makes for an amazing experience and mm-hmm. so, so that's why you know i kind of dabbled into it first and, and now i'm getting a little more interested in trying to build these worlds uh unique worlds that can tell different stories and kind of mm-hmm. get people enveloped in it so i don't know i don't know uh i once again, this is just a little hobby, so I don't know where I'm trying to go with it or where I want yeah. to take it, but I'm having fun doing it. How'd you get into it? Uh, so, when I first realized, uh, let's see, what was it? It was uh, Macromedia Flash, you know, okay. Flash. Yep. So, when I realized you can make video games from that, it was, it was game over. It was game over. My friend, um, his brother, made like a little quick game, and then when he, he showed me and told me about it, I was like, oh, you can actually, you know, I actually realized that, oh, you can actually make games, that's kind of cool. I thought you had to be like, you know, with Nintendo or with all these other companies, but I at home can do this, I can sit here and create something, so uh, just that initial yeah thought of, oh, I, I can also do this? Man, it's, it's game over, man, game over. What does the troubleshooting look like? Like, you have an idea in mind, and then you try to write the code for it, and it doesn't work, how do you fix it? Man, it's just... Uh, a lot of a lot of internet, <laughs> a lot of internet, and and uh, when I first started, you know, it was still up on you know 56k modem, so yeah. like, you know, I had to had to wait a very long time to try to get the information and or just try to troubleshoot yeah, yeah. it myself. Yeah. And sometimes that would work, but for the most time uh, it wouldn't, and so I would kind of get stuck, and then I kind of put it aside because you know magic obviously was that one thing that was you know in the forefront. Driving you, yeah. uh, but. Then I go back, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I, I try something else, and then it'll, it'll spark something else in me, and then, oh, okay, I got it, I got it. So, it's, it's kind of a back and forth thing. That's why I haven't really finished a full project yet, but I have a, a bunch of things that I've started in, like, video game design, but uh, nothing I've fully flushed out yet, uh, because I think, you know, magic is pretty much taking up the majority of my time. So. Yeah. How do you learn how to do new things? Uh, just literally just diving in. Uh, it really depends on the kind of thing that I'm, 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 I'm starting. Um you have an example of something that... Uh, well, I, I mean, any, whatever you're passionate about. Like, what's, where do you start? Uh, so... Because I'm curious in, like, the learning process. How does okay. somebody learn how to be good at something? Oh, well, I mean, just by constantly doing it over and over again. I mean, you, you are going to fail a lot, and it's okay to fail, because, you know, that, that's when you get to see the mistakes, and then you start creating faster uh, through all the mistakes that, that you made. So, for instance, if we're going back in, in a magic sense... Um, you know, you're, you're obviously able to read either a book or see a video and, and kind of get an idea of that. But when you're actually out in the real world and, you know, trying to perform it, you got to see, you know, how that plays or does not play. And then when it comes to creating magic, that is the uh, that is the difference because now you're creating something apparently from from scratch from your head, even though it's kind of hard to create something brand new in magic. Uh, and the only way that I was, I, I was bad at first. I was, I was 100% bad, I'll be honest. And I thought I was good at creating magic, but, it, you know, the more you, you, you do it, the, the better you get. And so all these mistakes that you make back in the day or back in the, in the past, you know, kind of make you create faster. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, oh uh, I won't do that again. So I know next time I do something like this, I can do that. So it's really just trial and error, uh, staying, staying with it. You're just kind of whittling it down until it's something better whittle, that's, that better works. whittle. Uh, now, and the thing about whittling is, I, I know nothing about whittling. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that might be something I want to try. There you go. Who never, who never knows? <laughs> a great pastime. I, it's kind of slow though. Okay. You know. All right, have you whittled before? I, I have whittled. I have nice. whittled quite a bit. Are you a frequent whittler? Uh, I don't frequently whittle any longer. Nice. I, I used to be a frequent whittler. Okay, all right. What, what, like, can you tell me something you've whittled? 
I I made like a little. Well, so I, I did some woodworking uh, okay, when I was go. I was in the Boy Scouts. I, I was, okay, I'm an Eagle Scout. So nice. when I was in Scouts, we did like a lot of wood, woodworking. I made like a nice little anniversary plaque for my parents oh, before nice. they got divorced. Oh wow, <laughs> maybe <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Gotcha. gotcha. Right. Uh, so you know, just like stuff like that. But anyway, woodling's fun. Nice. Okay. All right. But it's it's like a it's like a slow process. Um, what do you? I mean, what is it about creating that that lights you on fire? What is it that gives you the juice? I think it's the you know same thing. I guess we we're talking about with the video game design is is that you know just I'm able to create a whole new experience for somebody, and you know I'm inspired by a lot of things by movies and and TV and and, and just really anything I see out in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know I'll, I'll kind of look at something and and what can I do with it? Like what can I do with this uh, toothpick or with the this glass or uh, with this chair? And I'm always thinking. My mind is always thinking on uh, on that path. And really, what intrigues me is that it's not necessarily the final pro- uh, product, but it is the uh, the process from okay, first looking at something, what can I do with it? Oh, this is kind of an interesting idea, and then that starts the spark. And then when I actually put my hands on the physical items to build it and create it, then, then I really start coming alive because I'm, I'm I'm really kind of I'm, I'm whittling away at the at, at the at, at the, uh, uh, at the magic. So um, I guess. That's a really good question. I, I think the the thing that really gets me is the it's probably the building process. Uh-huh. That's probably my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, the idea is fun. The end result was fun, but the actual putting my hands and crafting something. Uh, usually, I, I create some James Bond. Yeah, I was about to say James Bondage, which is that's a totally different. Do not Google that's that. My, that's my that's my drag name. <laughs> but I wouldn't Google that. It's exactly what you think it is. But uh, but but I create a lot of crazy contraptions, uh, uh, which also came from Paul Harris. You know, like like that that style of magic mm-hmm. uh, comes from my uh, experience. You know, reading Paul Harris material. So that, that's the part I love is actually just building these crazy little contraptions that end up being magic. And that came from like trying to replicate Copperfield's illusions. Yeah, yeah, that's what it originally started with. Uh, you know, Copperfield was and is the man. I I went with Andrew Maine a few days ago to see his show, uh, and it's the first time I've seen the new show since. 2011 was the last time I saw the show. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Since yeah, oh then. man, it's uh, a bunch, and and I really enjoyed the process. But it was crazy because uh, he opened with the the motorcycle appearance, mm-hmm. and you know you hear the music, and it's still the same music from the Smith special, and like, and like you know I know me and Andrew we were geeking out, you know our heroes about to be on stage, and the motorcycle comes out, uh, it's game over. So yeah, it, it was a uh, uh, I, I forgot the question now. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about the experience. In, in my Tell me about the experience. <laughs> no, it was great. Okay, so it was funny. Um, I got into town uh, probably about a few days before I was supposed to be, uh, be at the castle, and so Andrew Mayne let me stay with him, and we were kind of geeking out over magic, and we're talking about Copperfield as being one of our heroes, and out of the blue, he just surprised me. He's like, you know what? We're going to drive to Vegas and see the Copperfield show. And I was like, what? So, yeah, we took a little road trip, four-hour road trip to see the, the show, spread the moment. Uh, 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 Chris Kenner and Homer Lee Wag and, uh, and David Copperfield welcomed us in, and we, you know we got to chat with them afterwards. But yeah, it was he just surprised me all of a sudden. Uh, Andrew, Andrew surprised yeah. me all of a sudden, and we we just took a trip out there spontaneously and got to be kids again. Like you know, we're sitting and watching our hero doing what it does best, and um, you know, just me thinking about it right now is kind of making me happy. You know, just kind of it's it's recalling that moment. So yeah. Copperfield is a man, and that's where that's where it all started for me. That was the first magician I saw on TV, and so. When I saw these big illusions and, and, and crazy things going on, I was like, I have to create that. And so I, I got my Ninja Turtle, uh, <laughs> my Ninja Turtle box that I that you know, and cut them up and making these crazy little uh, little contraptions, which weren't good, obviously. But uh, but I created it in a way which, in, in which I thought that the illusions were happening. So like, okay, well maybe it's happening this way, and I would try to do something. And uh, I guess I guess maybe that's why uh, that's where the the creative side come from because I didn't know how he was doing all these illusions. And I try to figure out my own way, and by figuring out my own way, uh, I come up with something totally different. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Long story short, Copper feels the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Thank you. Have you drawn on any of those ideas? Uh, you mean from the original ideas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, anything I create kind of gets stored in the memory bank, and uh, if it's a successful thing, it's great. You know, you probably see it. But if it's not, then it'll just be in the, in the back burner because whenever I revisit things, I can kind of see it in a whole new light. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'll start on one project. Ah, this is not really going the way I thought. Uh, and, and then I'll come up with a different method. Oh, boom, this works. Mm-hmm. But then that original thought that I had could be used for something else. So, like, later on, I'll be like, oh, I remember I did this one thing. 
and then I go back and revisit it, and, and then now I can see it in a whole different light, and I can uh, create something brand new from it. So I always keep these ideas, you know, like even the ones that are not successful, I keep them in the back of my head so that I can retrieve them at any point in time. How do you do that? You know? Do you have notebooks, or do you, I mean, um, are you literally just remembering? Uh, so uh, I'm literally remembering. Uh, you know, it's funny because because I, I don't have the, like the best memory of like you know, uh, <laughs> but but when it, for some reason when it comes to magic, you know, I I do remember these ideas, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes they're forgotten. Yeah. You, you know, they're forgotten like on the surface, but then like when I'm working on something, it, my subconscious will kind of bring something back back out. Like, oh, you remember this one idea you're working on? I'm like, oh yeah, this this would work for that. Um, I'm not really. I don't really take notes a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm starting to get better at that because since I do have, you know, not, not the best memory, I'm, I'm really trying to document everything and make sure I don't forget, you know, as I get later on in, in, in my years. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, uh, for some reason, I just, uh, I'm able to recall some, some of the older ideas uh, in magic because it's like magic is one of the things that, you know, I, I can't get rid of, I can't let go. So uh, that's one of the things that always stays in my mind. Yeah. yeah. So when you, when you start to create, is it mostly... Is your inspiration mostly like a, a thing or an object rather than like coming up with an effect or an emotion you want somebody to feel? It's like, oh, here's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Can I, let me create a magical experience around this thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's both. Uh, I can't really pick, uh, pick one or the other. But I will say that lately it's been more about the experience because, you know, I'm realizing the deeper I get into magic and, and the longer I've been into magic, it's not about the trick. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm just now, I'm just now starting to understand that. Um, even though, yes, of course, you need you know the effect in, in order to translate uh, what you're trying to, uh, to show. But I think right now, what I'm really focusing on is the experience. Back in the day, I would just kind of look at something and be like, okay, what can I do with this and this and this, and just create, 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 just to have a bank of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I'm, I'm kind of like taking even the old stuff that I created and looking at it differently. I'm like, okay, well, now that I created this cool effect. Uh, or what I think is a cool effect. Yeah. How can I really make this magic? Mm-hmm. Because it's not necessarily. I feel now that it's not necessarily magic. It's just a trick at the moment. Mm-hmm. But making it magic is creating a full experience um, that you know kind of takes you in, in, into a different place. So uh, I, I guess you know making a coin vanish is not. It is literally just a trick. But if I put a story around it, like 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 what I do in my show, you know, I tell I talk about the first. Uh, trick that I actually saw some of those do, which was my principal. He had he had a coin and made it vanish, and from that point, you know, I'm creating an actual truth, tr- uh, a truthful story mm-hmm. about my experience in magic, and I think that resonates more on just a simple little trick than just doing the trick by itself. Hey, I have a coin and it's gone, mm-hmm. or I could say. Man, this was the one trick that inspired me. I remember when I was waiting at the bus stop and my principal got a coin and he put it in his hand, gave it a squeeze, and when he opened, it was gone. And from that moment on, I knew I wanted to become a magician, you know? Yeah. So so I think that passion and everything comes out uh, in a truthful way. And it's not people watching, oh, it's just a magician doing a trick. It's like, oh, wow, you know, th- th- I'm actually watching someone's journey into magic, so... Um, You're educating them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so, uh, but not, but not really trying to beat it over the head. I, I, I hope that it translates that way to where they're just kind of sitting back and watching and experiencing uh, my journey, you know, sure. into magic. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I had something and now I totally lost it. Oh. No. Carry the one. Oh yeah, carry the one. <laughs> how uh, how does how did how is how, <laughs> let me start over. Do it. How has your performance style evolved as your understanding of magic has evolved so this okay um when i was working with uh david blaine uh-huh. uh name drop and all right boom <laughs> <laughs> explosions uh, <laughs> i was working with david blaine in 2015 was when i really started to understand this new way of thinking you know yeah. of, of trying to uh, create experiences as opposed to just tricks and that really comes from the team you know behind blaine which is of course Daniel Garcia, Rico de la Vega, uh, Lisa de la Vega, you know, uh, like these people uh, have helped me see magic in a different way. And when we were out there in New York, I got to meet Tony Chang for the first time and uh, Eric Hu. Uh, I mean, there, there's so many magicians in, in New York. And when I first got there, you know, it's kind of funny because I've known Daniel Garcia since uh, he was 13, I was 15. Uh, you know, we both live in Texas. And so I've seen Danny's growth, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. At, at such an early age, super proud of him. But when and <laughs> when, when I got to New York, um, it was a totally different Danny that I've ever seen. Right, and, and I couldn't, I couldn't, I could not pinpoint what it was. And it's 2015. Could not pinpoint what it was. And 
as we were talking, you know, he, he started to show me uh, and explain the experience of magic as opposed to just tricks. Because before then, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of figured I was, you know, creating uh, magic, but I didn't see magic until I got to see Danny and, and Tony and everything. And, you know, you know, these ideas are kind of based off of, you know, the, the uh, you know, Spanish uh, magic, which is a totally, totally different style of magic, which which uh, I'm honestly not familiar with. Uh, but but I'm starting to get familiar with it now mm-hmm. uh, because of all these things that I'm learning. What they learn, like uh, like magicians, like like Gabby, Gabby. Like Gabby. Yeah. Um, uh, so that is the kind of train of thought that that really inspired me. Like when I saw um, Danny and Tony uh, in 15, 2015. So from that moment on, I started to see magic totally differently, and uh, and it actually kind of translated into my actual life as well. So the passion that I'm trying to now express their magic is actually kind of coming through in my normal life and so that's why you know I, I feel like you know I'm even way more positive th- than I was before I'm more happy because I'm understanding that it's it's really about a connection you mm-hmm. know magic and life I guess we put it that way is about a connection so once I re- realized the connection part that's when all uh, of, uh, of my magic started to go in that direction okay so how can I take this effect that I created before and try to make it you know meaningful not, not, not saying that all magic has to have a meaning or a purpose but for some reason it resonated with me and I tried to now uh, put that uh, subtly and sometimes not so subtly into my magic mm-hmm. to just to create these experiences to bring people together and, and share magic mm-hmm. yeah. Gabby has had a huge effect on, <laughs> on like modern magic right now. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, you know, and, and honestly, I I hadn't I hadn't heard about him until uh, until I got to New York, mm-hmm. and like now I want to dive in. But 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 now I also want to dive into um, Spanish magic, and mm-hmm. and I really want to start exploring you know uh, Japanese magic and, and all it's, because I think uh, American magic is is. Um, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. It's really a variety of different styles. Mm-hmm. But then when you start going to different regions, different areas uh, all over the world, then you start to see, you know, they kind of specialize in it. I'm feeling that they, they kind of specialize in certain things. So, you know, right now in, in, in this development stage, I feel like, you know, Spanish magic is more emotional, uh, more deeper connection, that kind of thing. So that's what I'm kind of gravitating uh, more to. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I really want to explore the different uh, the different countries and, and and how they use magic, so I can kind of basically just have a a catalog of emotions that I can draw from and pull from. Uh, you know where the inspiration is. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. You, um, you have a bigger bank, so like you know you know something like this is more end backwards thinking. It's mm-hmm, like this mm-hmm. is the thing that I want the mm-hmm. audience to feel. Yeah. Where do I go to get that? Now? Exactly. It's like an uh, inspiration. Where can I draw from? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, right now I'm 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 really big into to, uh, to to Spanish uh, magic right now. I, I I only know a few of the names, uh, but I, but I, I know there's a billion names out there that that I, I don't even know yet, and I would really want to experience. So I'm ex- I'm excited to dive into that, and instead of just being in my own head, because I feel like when when I'm creating just from how I feel, yes, it can come one way, but if I'm not drawing from other people, then I feel like I may be uh, missing out on mm-hmm. experiences that I can create for people. Yeah. So, um, and for the most part, I do say in my own head. Like, I'm literally in my own head. I'm in my own little corner in the room, you know? <laughs> uh, just trying to come up with ideas, uh, which can be challenging at, uh, a lot of times. But uh, I'm, I'm starting to branch out and realize that it's okay to, for one, you know, not have to create everything that I do. Like, even though you're saying, you know, I, you know, like pretty much my show is hundred uh, percent original. Mm-hmm. Not hundred percent. You know, I I am draw. I am I'm putting a lot of uh, of my own ideas into into ideas that have been out there. Mm-hmm. But if if I just get out of my own head and say, you know, what, it's okay to do someone else's work. Mm-hmm. I just have to do it in my own way. Yeah. You know, like, like once I get to that point where I don't have to create everything myself. Now I feel like I'm growing in magic, which is kind of weird, right? Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of a, a different thinking. Now that I'm thinking about it, it seems kind of weird. It's kind of backwards for most <laughs> yeah, people. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, because I started creating my own things, and now I'm you know, being okay with seeing other people's work and, and trying to use that as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, I'm, I'm growing backwards. What does that mean? It's, like, it's the Benjamin Button of magic. That's I don't know that it's backwards. <laughs> it's just, it's just uh, you know, the, the opposite path. Okay, yeah. it's the mirror image. Nice. It's not. It's not backwards because that connotes it being wrong. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't think I mean, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't yeah. think it's wrong, but I, I do think it's it's mirrored. Uh, yeah, yeah, mirrored. Yeah, yes. yeah. A reflection of magic. <laughs> nice. It's a new novel I'm coming out. I'm not coming out. With the novel, but, uh, 
Wouldn't mind that. <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh yeah, I do like to write too. I love to write. You like to write? Uh, yeah, I do like to write. What do you like to write about? Um, so re- really, it's just about uh, now. When I say writing, I had to write. Let me clarify this because, like I said, I am like I I am an MC, so I, yeah. I write a lot of music. Uh-huh. And um, but when I write music, it is it's more of a in a storytelling way, right. you know. So that allows me to. Uh, kind of get into my head and, yeah. and, and, and really try to get these things out. But, but you know, I, I, I can vocalize it and, and make things rhyme and whatnot. Uh-huh. And so, so I like to write in that regard. But, and, <laughs> I want to take that same writing love that I have and yeah. then and, and actually create something. I want, I want to create uh, actual stories. Um, I don't know what type of stories. I'm really all over the place when it comes to that, too. But that's the same thing about video game design. It's like, you know, I want to take these ideas and create a story. I want to create an interactive story. So... Uh, just writing the writing process, I really enjoy when I have time, mm-hmm. and and act like I don't have time. <laughs> I always <laughs> say that uh, when I know I can find time to do things. But sure. once again, I think you know magic is is the, is the forefront. That's the bread and butter. But it's the thing that I love the most. So you know, I'm I'm kind of everything else is now a hobby. Everything uh-huh. else is now a hobby, and magic is not necessarily a job, even though it is. You know, a, I, I think a job denotes that you know you, you may you may not like it one day and you sure. may quit. Yeah. Um, You'll retire. There, there you go. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to retire from magic. It's a for life thing. Uh, in fact, I, I've already planned my uh, my funeral magic trick. It's going to be amazing. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Yes. <laughs> well, do you, do you want to burn it or do you want to... No, 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 I can't say it now. You have to wait. You have to wait till, uh, till I pass. There you go. But, uh, but, and I hope that's a long time. You're going to wait a long time for that, so... Don't dad, yeah, don't ask me. <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you're writing, is it uh, fictional or is it uh, personal? Uh, so now I'm doing more personal. Uh, mm-hmm. I, actually, actually, I, I guess it's always been more personal, but so I guess it's backwards. Um, it's always been a little more personal, but now I'm trying to get more into the fiction uh, side of things. I just like uh, I like telling the truth, and then every once in a while I like to you know kind of embellish it. But mm-hmm. I, I think now I'm more comfortable storytelling in a in a fictional way. Uh, you know, uh, hanging out with uh, Andrew Maine has inspired me on this journey out here, uh, being out in the lake, because, you know, he's written, I don't know how many books at this point. <laughs> and, uh, and I went to a, a, a talk that he had at UCLA uh, about writing, and uh, that inspired me as well. So uh, I think, since I, ha- I feel like I have a good imagination. I feel like I have a good imagination. So now I think if, if I were serious about writing, then now I am comfortable not necessarily having to do the whole personal writing. I, I can I can dive into my mind and actually create worlds uh, mm-hmm. like I want to. But for the most part, uh, I create really personal things, um, things that will inspire and, and help people out based on my own journeys and my own pitfalls and everything like that. So I, I can write those easier mm-hmm. than I can like a fictional story with fictional names because, you know, it just takes a different part of my brain, which sure. I'm not used to working, you know. Uh, but, but I can all, I'll, I'll always tell you the truth about myself. And so that's why I'm comfortable writing in a more personal sense. Sure. Yeah. So what would you tell people? Uh Basically, what, what I've learned is, to be honest, to be quite honest, I think fear has really uh, taken a hold in my life. Uh-huh. So I feel like I, I, I could be further along, whatever that means, sure. you know, for yeah, you. Yeah. But, but for me, I feel like I'd be further along than I am at this moment uh, if, if I didn't have this fear, you know. Uh-huh. A fear of what, Marcus? Um, I would say, you know, if I can pinpoint it, then, then I can punch it in the face and say, get out of here. But, uh, uh, you know, as weird as it sounds... Like fear of success mm-hmm. uh, is a thing with mm-hmm. me. Um, fear of rejection, mm-hmm. fear of you know, you know all these things. And although I, you know, I, I've accomplished a lot in my life. You know, like like looking back, I, I've accomplished so 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 much. But I just you know, I've I've still have let fear rule me, and so I haven't been necessarily comfortable giving uh, or 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 exploring my full potential yet. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Were you self-defeating in that way? Yeah, 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 100%, 100%. So at this stage of my life, I am now regaining my confidence. I'm regaining my spirit back. And uh, and, that, and that's all due to, you know, uh, talking with Danny and, uh, and and reading more about... Uh, I'm reading The Four Agreements right now. I don't know if you heard that um, that book. It's, it's a great magic book. <laughs> but it's not it's not even magic, but it's transformative. So Yeah, summarize, um, yeah. summarize what you're getting out of it. Uh, so confidence... Um, basically, being being confident in, in myself to go ahead and 
try and to fail. Like, it's okay to fail, you know? Like, I, I, th- I think the reason why I haven't done a lot of things that I would like to do is because of that whole failing thing. But, uh, like, I'm realizing failing is part of that. Uh, and so, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to, for one, surround myself with people who are positive mm-hmm. so that I can stay positive, mm-hmm. get out of my own head. Yeah. Uh, trying to be around more people, mm-hmm. once again, to get out of my own head. So I, th- I, so I think what I just learned right now in talking to you is that I stay in my own head. And then in my own head, and since I have a great imagination, I have a great imagination, since I'm in my own head at the time that, you know, the, the thing that comes in is not necessarily good things, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, oh, Marcus, you know, you can't do this because, you know, people laugh at you or whatever. But I think, like, now I'm starting to come, you know, I break out of the shell and really try to give people the full, full Marcus. You yeah, know? you're not afraid of failure. You're afraid of what you think surrounds failure. Boom. There you go. Nice. That's, that's you know, there you go. That's a great way to put that. That's uh, that's what I'm hearing anyway. It's, yeah. it's not like the act of not succeeding. It's right. the act of what you think people will think of you. There you go. Stuff like that. Yeah. Not succeeding. Uh, so that's I, all. I, that's just the lies that we tell ourselves. Right. You know, like right. I don't want to speak for you, but like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You know that uh, that's something that I deal with as well. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I don't want to do this <laughs> because. Ten steps down the line, if I mess up, then right. you know I will be shamed or something. You know, but it, that's so far down the <laughs> line that like you'll never even get to that place. You'll have gone off in this other direction, right? Right. right. In a better in a better way. Yes. Yeah, so I think I'm just getting more confident in, in in myself, and I'm I'm starting to not worry about what people think, yeah. and I'm I'm just trying to you know experience and try to push myself as far as I can go uh, and then beyond that mm-hmm. yeah, because I, I know something more and uh, plus I have a daughter I have a daughter she's 11 years old okay. and so you know for, for me I, I, I need to break out of this so that I can show her and you know I, I mean like once again uh, you know I've, I've, I've accomplished a lot in my life and, sure. and, and she's seen you know uh, most of, of what I've done I'm in sure my she's life <laughs> exactly, exactly right and, and, and so you know what so I have to remember that Yeah. as opposed to once again staying in my own head I have to remember that uh, I have a bigger reach than what's in my own head. Uh-huh. You know, like people are actually looking at me. If, okay, in fact, I'll, I'll even I'll, I'll I'll give you the exclusive. Here you go. Here's the exclusive. Um, the last year, uh-huh. uh, I, I I made a post on Facebook, and, and it was a it was a pretty it was a pretty dark post it, it, because I, I just I felt defeated. It was like I was a hundred percent defeated, and you know, in a fit of passion and rage, you know, I kind of posted something on Facebook, which which uh. Which is not on there anymore, and, and, and I wish I didn't put out there. But from that moment on, yeah, that is when my life started changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to like break down, I had to fully, fully break down in order to get uh, to build myself back up. And now I'm I'm I'm, I'm on such a uh, a build in my soul in, in my spirit that now I'm starting to be more confident. And fear is not even like uh, fear is there, but it, it's so far away from me now because now I'm starting to realize well. Fear. I have to embrace. You've fear. already been through the works. Exactly. Oh man, you, you better believe it. So once again, I, I think you know. For me, I, I think most people too. But for me, let me speak for myself. Is that I had to be broken down a hundred percent in order for me to start really taking control of my life. And so that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, and so by me doing that, uh, I'm able to now you know tell my, uh, teach my daughter you know that now okay now I, now I fully believe that you can get through anything I I, I now 100% believe that so now I can confident uh, I can be confident in telling her that and inspiring others and that's what I hope to show for the rest of these years yeah yeah uh, uh, it's all about inspiration and, and just showing people that y- your worst is not your worst you know that's just the beginning of things that's uh, right really yeah. you know and you also you have control of your life yeah, yeah. This is something that I like. So my dad came out uh, over New Year's, mm-hmm. and my dad lives in a tiny little town in Louisiana, nice. and uh, he's successful at what he does, and he came out here, and he's like, God, your life is so great out here. You nice. don't have any drama. The weather's amazing. Everyone's beautiful. Nice. You know? But and he's like, I just fucking hate being where I am. And wow. I'm like, that... You have control of that. You don't have to spend time with the people you're spending time with. Right. You don't have to do the things you're doing that you don't like doing. Right. You know, I was like, you're you're in control of all this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my life is drama free because I choose to live it that way. You better come on, come on, Elliot, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hanging out with people that right. hurt me or mm-hmm. that make me feel bad or bring your spirit down. And, and it's it's kind of it's you know I, I'm really resonating with what you're saying about going through that really hard time and mm-hmm. being broken because you realize like. Or I realized mm-hmm. I'm worth more than this. Yeah. This, you know, this is not. I'm I'm letting other factors 
break me down and, and influence the way I feel every day. Come on. Come on, man. And I, yes. you know, I couldn't, I, I didn't want to deal with that anymore. And so I, I cut all that stuff out and I moved on. And now I'm like in charge of my life. I'm in charge of how I feel. It's great. And that's a huge revelation. Feels good, have, huh? You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> you get to choose to be positive. And, and, and uh, so I think you, you nailed it with uh, with one word, man. It's control. It's getting that control back. You know, uh, you have, you are 100% in control of your life. And uh, this is something actually, maybe I believed it. I don't know. But uh, I think, you know, but now I 100% believe it. Yeah. Um, having to go through something. And, and, and so now I'm realizing, oh, you know what? Fear can't rule me. Uh, these others, these little factors that have been holding me back, they cannot control me. I am in control 100% of my destiny. Um you know, I think we all have our own worlds, mm-hmm. right? And when we meet, our worlds kind of merge together. And this is kind of like the stuff in, like, in the Four Agreements, the, the, the book, The Four Agreements. <clears throat> but um, so when, when, our, when our worlds meet, you, you know, that's the, that's the time, you know, I, I get to explore what's going on in your mind. You get mm-hmm. to explore what's going on in my mind. But when I'm alone in my own world, that's when I get my own, once again, I'm in my own head. And, and like, you know, bad stuff start, starts coming in or can come in, put it that way. But now I'm in full of control, and then when I join your world or join anyone else's world, I, I don't want to put any negativity that way. I want to merge these worlds and, and, and really just share love, you know? Mm-hmm. And basically, that's what I'm all about right now, just 100% love, and that all comes with controlling your fears, controlling all these things, realizing they're there. Don't get rid of them because yeah. they're, they're not going to go anywhere. They will be there, but now... How do you deal with things when they yeah. really happen? And that's where that's what I'm thinking. So, so now, I mean... If I, I feel like I, I don't, I will never go through anything. Well, I don't want to say that, but, uh, sure. but, but it, it'll be very difficult for me to be shaken by something uh, nowadays because. You'll I, just deal with it differently. Yeah, I'll deal with it differently. Mm-hmm. And for one, uh, I'll take responsibility mm-hmm. for the things uh, of my own actions that may have, may have caused whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. So for one, take responsibility. And for two, uh, now that this, whatever happened. How are you going to deal with it from now on? So if I just remember those just those two things, just yeah. first of all taking responsibility if, if if I had any role in it, and then now what do we do next? I mean, there, there should be nothing that should shake me. You know, something happens, deal with it. Okay, did I have a role in it? I did. Okay, learn from that. Now move on. It's it's you know it sounds simple to say it, but it's hard in practice. But um, but now I'm starting to get in my zone right now of practicing that. And so things are kind of just kind of falling off me now. Uh, yeah. The negativity is falling away. I I'm, I don't really. Uh, I can't see it. it you know, uh, uh, we were talking earlier, and uh, we were saying, or I was saying, that <laughs> I was just talking. You were just, you were just there. You, you were participating. It was good. <laughs> but, uh, but we were saying how uh, we were talking about magicians specifically, mm-hmm. but um, how people talk, you know, talk about people in, in a negative sense. Yeah. And what I, what I. I learn and what I'm going to do from now on is not really focus on that talk, you mm-hmm. know, or and or engage in it, right? Yeah. So there may be a time like you know like where I'd engage in people talking about, oh yeah, yeah, I don't like him either. I, I hate what he does, and everything. But then I started to realize, well, regardless of what someone else is doing, that's not my path. That's not my journey. Mm-hmm. So if I don't like something that someone is doing, I don't have to participate in it. You know, that's mm-hmm. their path. That's their journey. So there's no point in me in either bad mouthing them or, or you know talking down to them because hey I have my own path I have my I have my own thing I'm, I'm focusing on so if I don't like it I don't have to put myself in that world I can just stay in my world and then once again connect with people who I love and, and, and who I can uh, who I can vibe with yeah. and go that way so there's really no point in me you know feeding into the negativity because because that's literally putting negativity back in my mind by talking about somebody else yeah so now if i don't like something i'll just either you know shut it down turn it off not necessarily shut it down but just i, I just won't focus on it because yeah. that's not even in my path i now have a path i have a goal so it's just like you, you know as long as i focus on that then nothing else in this world can shake me you know and it took forever to really realize that but uh but now now i'm here yeah i'm in it, I'm in it right now which yeah. is, it's fun it's, it's a fun time it's a really well, happy you're, you're right doing now. way more good that way i mean yeah. it's way more not only positive but beneficial to go out and do your thing that mm-hmm. is beneficial to everyone you yeah. come into contact with than it is to complain about somebody else doing something Very you don't disagree with so if i'm complaining about someone else then that means i'm not working exactly <laughs> that means i'm not doing my you're thing not, you know you're, what not I'm saying? You're, not, you're not doing the good that you could be doing yeah if i'm literally sitting down focusing someone or or or, or posting a, a Facebook post, you know, bad mouthing someone. I'm literally not doing what I'm supposed to be doing at the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, you know, I remember that. Uh, I, I try to remember these things and uh, just stay focused. Sure. Focus, focus, focused. <laughs> One of the things that uh, helped me out a lot was 
having kind of the realization, or not really, but asking myself this question, what's the worst that could happen? Okay. Because I know that I'm in control of my actions. Yes. And I know that I have a reasonable amount of tact. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm polite. Mm -hmm. I'm well-spoken. Yeah, you are. With With those little, uh, you know, self-identifying criteria, Mm -hmm. the question that I can ask is, what's the worst that can happen? And because I have set myself up to be and do those things... The worst thing that could happen is someone says no. And then I go, okay, wow. and I move on. Right? I mean, yeah. You know. It's, it's crazy because, you know, once again, man, it, it's, you know, just thinking about it right now after what you just said, no is a very powerful word. Mm-hmm. No. So, you know, when I, when I was deeply in my fear, uh, that fear of rejection, mm-hmm. like, you know, hearing the word no uh, was really a part of that fear, you know, because if I think about it now, it's such a powerful word, you know, because let's just say I'm working on something for so long and I'm really passionate about it. I love it and, and I'm really excited and uh, and I, I show it to someone and they're like, no. Then all that work, I feel like all that work that I did kind of like just, it just crumbles down yeah. and, and the love and the passion that I have for it kind of crumbles. But now uh, I'm realizing no is really just a not yet. You better come on. <laughs> you better come on, Elliot. <laughs> you literally, you, you were in my brain at that moment. Uh, it's not yet. It's not yeah. yet. Um, so there may be something that, you know, in that example, um, that I didn't see. And someone could say no because, you know, uh, they're trying to see deeper or whatever. But that forces me to see deeper uh, deeper as well. Mm-hmm. So whenever I, let's, let's talk about magic. So let's say I create something and, uh, you know, I, just, I show it to somebody. They're like, oh, okay, well, it's not necessarily what you know what I was looking for, you know. And even though I've done a lot of work, I'm like, oh man. But as soon as I hear that now, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like maybe a new method will kick in, yeah. or, or, or a whole different mindset will come in. Because once you hear that, know that, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say shut down or anything like yeah. that. But but like, but, but once but once you get a no, then my mind shifts to a totally different idea and then most of the time it's a way better idea <laughs> that I didn't think of because now I'm not only in my own head I'm sharing a thought with somebody else yeah. so if someone comes back with a thought I'm like oh you know even I didn't think about that being in my own head so now I can shift my gears and like come up with a, a completely different experience method or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, and then I'm like okay this was supposed to happen it was supposed to happen this way Yeah. Um, instead of being defeated by the no you're empowered by the not yet you better come on <laughs> yes, man. That's a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You speak well. You speak well. <laughs> you got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me not hit that. Here. Oh, it's okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's a, that's you're hundred percent correct in that. Um, but yeah, I just realized how, how powerful no is, um, mm-hmm. and how people are affected by it. Uh, I've been affected by it, and I'm you know I'm still affected by it uh, a little bit now. Sure. But um, well, that's that's the biggest thing. Is like for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just human. I'm going to be affected by the no. I'm going yeah. to have my feelings hurt sometimes. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like you don't you don't try and pretend that that's not happening. Yeah. You see it and you accept it and you just kind of let it flow through you and then yeah. it goes away. There you go. It's kind of a it's a Buddhist thing. It's like <laughs> you see it flowing through the stream. Yeah, you man. Know, like you acknowledge that it's there and you let it go. And, and that's another thing is to acknowledge it and and, and to let it know it's it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's not the end of your world. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I think yes. Uh, I think a lot of ways yes could be. Well, I'm, I'm just now I'm just freestyling. I, I think I think <laughs> yeah. I think yes could 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 be could actually hurt you a lot of times too. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Because if you keep hearing yes, 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 and then all of a sudden that no comes. Oh man, you know, like like all those yeses may not have been. Um, to your best advantage, it, it, it may be just to like, oh, let me just tell this person yes to make them feel better. Yeah, and that's not what I want. You know, that's not what I want at all. I want you to tell me the truth. So yeah, it's inauthentic. And there you go. There yeah. you go. So if I keep hearing all these yeses, and, and then all of a sudden someone tells the truth, I'm like, you know, no, it doesn't work. You know, it, it, you know, it's kind of funny because I'll hear a, a lot of yeses, but then I, I focus on that one no mm-hmm. because I wonder now why is someone saying no to to whatever uh, whatever it is. Um, and I think I think I guess most people do that, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, they, they they focus on that no. Sure. But I think now when I hear that no, I'm like, okay, well, why does this person think no? And if I value that person's opinion, and uh, and they give me uh, constructive criticism, mm-hmm. they're not just saying no and walking away. Oh no, you suck. You know, what I'm saying you're not telling me anything at all. So yeah. I can't take that. But if you're saying no, here's why. Have you thought about this? Now I'm like, oh man, wow. That's a not yet. Exactly. It, yeah. it, nice. You know, I'm going to stop saying no and I'm going to start saying not yet. Yeah, I'm going to try to keep that in my head now because <laughs> that actually makes perfect sense. 
Uh, there are no no's. It's not yet. Not yet. But you can't spell not yet without a no. That's Boom, right. that's bars. That's bars right there. Look at that. That's Ooh, game right there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I twice you have said but and then immediately changed to and. Yeah. Where did that come from? Because yeah. I've heard people do that before. Yeah. So, um, you, you know, for me, this is like this must be like a, a year now that I started this because I think but's a roadblock. It is. It really is. It's a stop. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's always you know depending on what I'm saying, you know, uh, there's always more to that thought. So. Um, I, I try to say more positive things, like like for instance, like I, I told you, um, I have a you know not necessarily a, a good memory, but I'm trying to change my verbiage and everything. I'm, I'm trying to say, well, you know, uh, instead of saying, oh, I have a bad memory, it's like you know, uh, well, uh, you know, this is a challenge, it's not a problem, like stuff like that. So so instead of saying, oh, the problem with this is this, I now start saying the challenge of this is because. You know, by, by having negative words like problems and, you know, like, like all these words, you know, there's, there's a, a parallel word, <laughs> you know, so that's the complete opposite that you could be using mm-hmm. uh, in a positive sense as opposed to negative sense. So just it's about in, growth and progress. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, so, so in my daily life, you know, you know, you know I'm trying to change my life and, and, uh, and, and try to be positive. I'm now trying to change my words to make sure that I'm saying things that will empower me as opposed to defeat me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, man, you know, the problem with this is blah, 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 you know, where now I'm like, you know what? The challenge of this is that. So, so I, I would say, but, and then all of a sudden I'll stop myself and be like, and mm-hmm. we'll put it that way. Uh, <laughs> let's further this thought is what I'm yeah. saying the and for. Most people, when they say, but they really mean and because of. Okay. Yeah. There you, you go. go. There that's kind of, that's kind of how I, try to think about it and i've started because dave does it <laughs> okay nice <laughs> and so and so i i he he did it that's why i was conscious of it okay because he does it and i was like why what what do you why do you keep doing that and he's mm-hmm. like well but's kind of negative and yeah. is you know i'm continuing right, yeah. and i'm like oh wow that's a game changer nice because you you, ch- you change you augment your thoughts mm-hmm. And that augments everything. Yeah. You know, your thoughts become your words, or your words become your actions. I 100% believe that. Just, I 100% believe that. Yeah. So it's, it. it's, it's so easy. Just, you, I, like, people are self-defeating because they're afraid of failing. But mm-hmm. when you realize that it's all just inside your head. It's, man, come on. And, like, the little changes. Yeah. And that goes what we were talking earlier about how you just started drinking water yeah, in a way to get healthy. Yes. You're t- making the little changes so mm-hmm. that you can switch your lifestyle over a longer period of time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, than, yeah, I started, like, drinking water every day for uh, over a month now. Uh, I'm going to keep the ball rolling. You know, I used to drink a lot of uh, sodas and, and stuff like that. And so... Uh, I haven't even drank alcohol. Like I haven't had a beer or anything like that uh, in, in over a month now, and uh, and I love beer. Oh, I love beer, man. Beer's <laughs> good, uh, and wine too. I love wine too. But yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, I, I don't have any cravings for any of that anymore. I'm like, and I crave water. It's funny because uh, uh, like I've been drinking water or soda, or soda forever. But every time I have a glass of water, I drink it. I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> and so and so now, actually, just you know, just drinking water 100 percent now is is making me feel good. Um, you know, let, let's just say water isn't doing anything to my body. Let's just say that, right? Yeah. Uh, subconsciously, I feel it is. You know, yeah. so so if by me drinking this water, let's just say it's not doing anything. Uh, but if I believe it is, then, then that's going to help out. You know, and, and and I know it's good for me. So I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. So just by by being cautious of what I put into my body, mm-hmm. uh, will 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 further help me to have an outpour of uh, something positive. I think I believe. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh. Well, I know you had to go. Mm-hmm. How much? I mean, because we went to the post office. Now. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I mean, how much time do you have? Are you good? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's keep going. We can go to four. Let's go to let's go to four. What time is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, well, so to get back into magic a little bit, uh, yeah. when, because you create for everybody, we went yeah. to the post office mm-hmm. to send something to somebody. Yeah. When you, how do they, do they come to you with a problem or not a, a challenge? Do they Man, come they, to you with ooh, a challenge? look at you! Look at you! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna have to give you that. I mean, there you go. <laughs> So, um, a couple different ways. So, someone will uh, can either come to me and say, "Hey, uh, I've been working on this effect. You know, um, can you help me and uh, to either sharpen it, fine tune it, uh, or come up with, like with a different variation of this idea?" I'm like, "Okay, yes, I can do that." Or mm-hmm. some people will come to me, uh, and this is this is more rare, uh, but they'll come to me and say, "Hey, I just want you to create an idea for me." Yeah. Um, and so, but then at the point I had to like ask questions though, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so we're still getting to an idea, mm-hmm. but, uh, but sometimes people just come to me and say, Hey, I just need an idea. But then I have to talk to them like, okay, so what is this for? Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in what capacity are you trying to do this close up stage or whatever, you know, um, 
uh, if we're talking about magic, you know, what are your angles? You know, uh, what, what environment are you in? So, so, so then we still get down to an idea. Uh, but it's very rare that someone comes to me and says, "Hey, just, just, just give me something." Uh, except for these magic companies, like magic companies will, will, you know, ask me to create something for them. And of course, um, they don't necessarily have an idea. They just, they, they, they want content, and so, mm-hmm. so at that point, you know, I can sit back and just create whatever and be free to do so. Uh, but yeah, usually people come to me with an idea. Hey, I had this initial idea. Can you help me make it come true? And uh, I'm all about making dreams come true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm all about making it come true. <laughs> so, uh, but 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 I, I love that challenge. Though it's a it's it's a fun process for me because whenever someone gives me an idea, I immediately have like a method. Mm-hmm. Like I already have a method. I'm like okay, I can see how I would do this. Mm-hmm. So then I construct it. And then, and then I display it, and uh, and then from that point on, they'll either say, "Oh man, this is great!" You know, I never even thought about this. You know, this is kind of crazy. Or we can have a good discussion now to, to fine tune. It's like, oh, okay, I like what you're doing there, but uh, uh, so let's you know let's try to to make it this way. I'm like, oh, okay, so so now this person, I gave this person an idea, or no, mm-hmm. we, we shared an idea. Sure. Um, after I showed them something, I'm like, oh, okay, I never thought about that, mm-hmm. and now they have an idea in their head. So now we can pinpoint what they really want to do with this effect, mm-hmm. and then I can mold to that. So. Uh, I think I think the initial thing is as soon as you tell me an idea, I'll, I'll come up with a quick method, and then that'll spark the inspiration. Like, oh, okay, well, let's do this now. Let's do this, mm-hmm. and then uh, and that's when we share magic. Boom. Yeah, so collaboration is super important. I super. think I think collaboration is lost in magic because, especially in LA, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've experienced mm-hmm. this here, mm-hmm. but kind of the LA magic scene is very. Uh, clicky and mm. closed off and they're all very like oh you're trying to steal my idea or nice. my gig or you know it's kind of a weird thing and uh, i get it it's a showbiz town but yes yeah I, well um, i think it's showbiz in general though right i mean i mean i think well okay so let's speak to magic yeah because it really is prevalent in magic that you know our secrets are our power mm-hmm. you know and yeah. so it's kind of hard to show something even even presentational wise because yeah. like p- people can just take your presentation as well and now it's theirs yeah apparently quote unquote you know yeah. no one uh, knows it's not theirs how about that there yeah. you go because let's just say let's just say i'm doing something at the castle yeah and uh someone who's working over 300 shows a year whereas i you know i only do a few things because i'm, I'm mostly consulting and creating uh now this presentation is theirs because mm. people have seen them do it more you know it's, it's you know it happens a lot i've, I've heard it happen a lot um and, and you know, I, you know, I don't necessarily uh, agree or like that about magic, but you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's one of those things where, for me personally, I feel like I have and can come up with with a billion different ideas. So, if if one if one idea gets out and escapes me, I'm not gonna try to let it ruin my world. Um, I'll just create the next thing. The yeah, next right. Things. On. How about that? <laughs> um, well, yeah. So collaboration, I think, is super important, and that gets lost in the magic community. But I mean. All of the best magic people see mm-hmm. is a result of a creative collaboration. Mm-hmm. Copperfield, he's got a yep. huge team. Blaine has a huge yep. team. Mm-hmm. You know, like these these guys surround themselves with really genius thinkers mm-hmm. in all different facets. Yeah, and it's I you know we're we're all in this together. Rick, we on. need we need like a, <laughs> a goal at the end of the road that we can all push towards. And then I think you know some of those barriers will drop down. Mm-hmm. It's I think I don't. I think magician is such a generic term for okay. people that do tricks, and so we don't all have a definition for magic and what that goal is. Okay, yeah. You know? Wow. And so everybody's then that is considered a magician, you know, they all have their own motivations. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to do so many gigs so I can pay the rent. Right. And somebody else is like, well, I'm trying to make art. Yes. You know, how do we all come together to push what it is we do forward? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're fortunate right now that uh, magic is on such an upswing right now, and it, you know, I, you know, it doesn't seem like it's gonna uh, be dying down anytime soon, um, you know. But I do understand magic goes in phases, and uh, and has gone through phases, you know, in my lifetime. But for some reason, like like this up uh, this upswing of magic is super strong. Everybody in the world like likes magic right now. There's so much magic on TV and movies, and uh, it's 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 a really amazing time to. Uh, to be involved in magic, uh, you know, there's lots of on YouTube. You know, like you know, people <laughs> people talk about you know, you know, exposure on YouTube. Uh, yeah, that's a separate thought, I guess. But um, uh, it's funny because when I was a kid, I didn't have access to magic shops or anything, so I would have to go to my school library in order mm-hmm. to learn magic. So I'm I'm now having a different thought about um, teaching tricks on YouTube because you know a lot of people are like, oh, you shouldn't do that. It's exposure, but 
this is we're in a totally different age right now mm-hmm. uh youtube is a new library mm-hmm. you know so if i was a kid wanting to get into magic how would i do that you know i mean the easiest way is for me to go online to learn so not only the easiest way the most obvious way this, nowadays nowadays yeah. i mean we're in a total digital age like everything is going that way yeah um okay so now thinking about that honestly uh actually what do you think magic is going in that regard like so do you think exposure is going to be the new magic no Okay, good. I don't think so. Good. I think, because there's a difference between... I So, I think the value of secrets is going to drop. Okay. Because uh, the secrets are inherently meaningless. Okay. Right? What magic is, to me, is, again, the connection and the mm-hmm. interaction, yeah. but the psychology involved to make someone feel astonishment. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, that's stuff that you can't really teach in an open forum for anybody to see and i think that's where the value is going to be placed um so like paid magic sites are going to be moving more towards the connection and sort Mm -hmm. of the more abstract magical concepts rather than sleight of hand technique because yeah you can just give that away it doesn't mean anybody's going to be able to do it and it and it doesn't matter if somebody knows how it's done in my opinion it doesn't matter if somebody knows how it's done if you do it so effortlessly and you employ all the other magical concepts right. that they don't even know that it happened right so then i mean so in that regard and i guess this has been true throughout the ages you know magic trick there's more to magic than magic tricks you know there's magic all over this world you know if we're getting really deep and you know philosophical sure uh, there's magic everywhere and so and and you know uh let's talk about art you know i mean you know paintings are magic uh movies are magic and so mm-hmm. you know you know we, we try to create these little magic effects with cards you know and, and and try to elicit this uh these feelings and emotions and we kind of get upset about you know oh it was exposure on youtube and everything when like you were just saying, that, you know, magic is deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And so, really, and, and this is the way I create, too, is that if you just look outside of magic, just look outside of magic, all, of all your other loves, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with tricks, then you can find magic and possibly bring that into your actual magic to Absolutely. share and experience. Uh, and then, you're right, it's not even about the trick at all. It's not even about, it's not about the method. It's not about how you execute it. It's about how you're trying to uh, show, I guess, your artistic side or, uh, or, or show what you're feeling. Well, and it goes back to, I think Tamara says this, but he's like, if you're an interesting person, people can feel that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, you Wait, have are to you talking be, about uh, Tim Reese Johnson that lives down the street? Yes. But, yeah. Okay, right yeah, down the street. Yes. It's uh, two blocks over. Yeah. 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 I, I Tim Reese Johnson. Yeah. yeah. He owes me money. That's fine. But, uh. Well, I haven't, <laughs> seen, I haven't seen him in a while. I can't attest to that. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. But the actual, the actual Tim Reese. The actual Tim Reese. Yes. Uh, Juan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh if you're an interesting person, like if you're a three-dimensional, fully formed, interesting person that has, uh, you know, interests outside of magic, people can feel that, and they're drawn mm-hmm. to you as a person, not just as a person who does tricks, right? Not just as a trickster, but you're like nice. uh, an engaging, commanding performer in a way mm-hmm. that's fulfilling to them. Uh, you know, I like. I'm not a. I'm not a. I don't professionally do gigs. I'm not a gigger. But mm-hmm. when I think of performing. I don't think of it much in a much different way than, like, you know, going to a whiskey bar and me mm. talking about the whiskey that nice. I know and enjoy. Like, right. I'm sharing my knowledge and experience, and in, and hopefully enriching someone else's life yeah. with that stuff that I've cultivated. Wow, that's, that's a great example. That's kind of how I think about performing magic as well. Wow. So real life is the new magic. Boom. There you go. Boom. Magic can only be done in real life. How about that? How about that? There you go. Too much game. You give way too much game. Way too much game. This is good, though. I need, I need to soak it in and absorb that. Uh, you're awesome. I think we're, yeah, we're about done. Uh, there's enough time to do the last thing. Okay. Which is, uh, you know, the guest tells a story about the hardest time they were ever fooled. Oh, fooled. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know, I thought I was going to have a challenge with this, but I I 100% have my story. Um, And he knows this. He knows this. I I, I often tell him this story. Man, Daniel Garcia. (laughs) He's a wizard. Torn. Yo, I'm telling you, man. When he ripped those cards and that first piece kind of came in together and he let go yo my my mind was a hundred percent blown that that was one of the moments that i'll never forget because i actually felt like i experienced magic like like super magic like yes you know i've seen people do tricks in the back of the past that got me into magic but no man this was right in front of me this was an impossibility that, that i hadn't i had never seen before when he put that that the first piece together and click 
that was the moment. And, you know, and then he kept going on, and that was cool too. But it was just that that first moment made mm-hmm. me really believe in magic at that point. And so, uh, you know, you know, I tell you know, I tell him this all the time. You know, <laughs> he's like, you know, he's really humble and everything. He's like, oh man, but, but no, I mean, it, it was really literally that one, that first moment, that first moment. Um, and once again, the rest of the routine was great. But it, it just, you know, I, you know, in that, now thinking about it, I think within a routine, if you just have that one moment. Uh, I, I think you should play to that. I really think mm-hmm. you should play to that because I talk about it to this day, and and when you said it immediately, that was the first thing that came to my head, and it's still true to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably the first thing that really like super fried me, and I had no idea, you know, thinking I knew about magic, and that that, that kicked my butt. So oh, that's Daniel awesome. Garcia's torn. It's my brother. Keep doing it, Danny. Keep doing it, man. Keep showing him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much. This has been amazing. Awesome, I really man. appreciate it. This awesome, is, man. Is, thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, of this course. Awesome. And good luck uh, with the rest of your run at the castle. Oh, I'm about to kick butt. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, if, if it, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm on a lecture tour right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying this time, and I hope all y'all come to, to see me yeah. on this lecture tour. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you want to let people know where they can find info about it? Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be marcus80.com. Right M-A-R-C-U-S-E-D-D-I-E. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, email me at podcast at artofmagic.com to let me know your thoughts, or join the conversation at the Facebook group dedicated to magical thinking listeners. You can find it by searching for Magical Thinking Podcast on Facebook and give us a like over on the Facebook fan page while you're at it. If you enjoyed the show, share the episode or episodes that you found most interesting and inspiring, and let people know what you got out of it. I'll see you next Thursday. Cheers.